0: Good morning, good evening, or whenever you might be listening to us. We are fresh off of our Christmas episode, so much so we enjoyed doing that episode that we actually brought one of our people who sent in some feedback to us. We brought them along for this episode, but we'll get to that in just a moment. In case you don't already know, you're listening to the latest episode of Discussing Who, and we are three decades now, or three columns or whatever you want to call it we've reached number three zero which is pretty darn cool yeah it is man and the voice that you just heard speaking is the person i'm going to turn this episode over to at this point mr clarence brown welcome back clarence hey
1: cal how's it going man
0: it's um been an interesting week you know we came off of christmas and right into christmas we talked about the only piece of, well, we, we were confronted, I think, with the only piece of news that we have tonight, which was unfortunately the passing of Carrie Fisher. And then unfortunately on top of that, the next day her mother died, um, Debbie Reynolds. So interesting and sad week.
1: Yeah. Let's, let's get into that. But first let me go ahead and, uh, introduce our co-host Sergio from the reality breach podcast as well as website rallyreach.com. How's it going, Serge? It's going good. It's going really good. Thanks for having it, me on. Oh man, it's it's good to have you in. You know, we go way back to the techpedition dot com days and you've you've branched out and doing your own thing. And yeah, I'm I'm a fan of the podcast, man. And it's good to have you on to kind of discuss this article you have about the twenty seventeen upcoming releases.
2: Oh yeah. 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 Um I I I I loved doing stuff for, for uh Tech Edition. Now I'm doing stuff for Reality Breached and uh I I enjoy being I enjoy listening to y'all's podcast. <laughs> oh. I don't know anything about d I don't know anything about Doctor Who, but those episodes where you're not talking who, like, I I I'm fully engaged.
1: <laughs> so so you know what, like, Cal Jones is kind of the the Doctor Who equivalent to your turtles, you know. <laughs> You're oh, the wow. resident turtle expert. He's the resident Doctor Who aficionado. So yeah. It's good times. Awesome. Well you know so, it, we'll, yeah, uh,
0: we'll, go ahead. Look, going, I
1: I'm
2: on a much classier podcast right now. You you guys have sus special effects and stuff, <laughs> like sound effects. So I I'm gonna leave it in your hands. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, let's just throw back to the article Kyle just mentioned uh, about, well, not article, the news everywhere, actually, about uh, Carrie Fisher passing and then her mother the next day as well, um, which is just so shocking coming off of the what we saw at the spoilers for Rogue One, what we saw at the in the Rogue One. You know, we can just uh, a taste of what happened so many years ago and yeah, it's just just shocking and very much unexpected. Um yeah, what are you guys thoughts on that? Uh well,
2: you know, any anytime someone of note passes, it is there's a degree of shock to it. Uh with with Carrie Fisher there there, there was the like it was almost like a 2-day leeway there where she had her heart attack on the plane. Yeah. And then everyone was like, "Oh, well, I guess she's going to make it. It's going to be great. She's going to make it." And and then and then she didn't. So Uh, there's been a lot of tough loss this year, and I I think that's probably the biggest one in the. I I don't I don't like using the word geek, but in the geek circle of things, yeah, I would say that's by far the biggest.
1: Yeah, and and like like you just said, I fully expected her to recover when they mentioned no, she's in the hospital, and it seemed didn't seem like it was like she was doing horrible it seemed like she would be okay that i think that was kind of the general consensus and yeah when she just passed it was just just the
0: huge shock all right let me ask you guys a question when you when you were introduced to star wars or introduced to princess leia about how old were you guys oh
1: man, <laughs> oh, man. five or six <laughs>
2: Uh, it, it, it depends on what you mean by introduced like when you first uh, saw
0: it um, when you first became a fan 5, five or 6 Well, I, I would
2: say 5 or 6 but I didn't actually become a fan fan until about 13 I would say
0: the reason I yeah, ask now, that um, is when, when I was introduced was back when the original stars you know showing my age here but when the original Star Wars came out and I was probably I mean I remember going to see it even at I think I was about four years old then. And then I can remember going to see all the others. And I remember having the Chewbacca and the Princess Leia and the R2-D2, all the original action figures from way back then. So when, you know, we hear that Princess Leia, you know, Carrie Fisher has died, that was the second time and that I can remember that I actually – you know, got choked up or, you know, with emotion over an actor who portrayed a character's death. And the other person would have been, and making a Doctor Who reference here, was when the character or the actress who played a character named Sarah Jane passed away. So, um, you know, with, with Carrie Fisher passing, that went all yeah. the way back to whenever I was yeah. three or four years old going like, Wow, this this person has in some way in your life been a part of it for almost as long as you can remember. So that kind of added another layer, at least for me, you know, of sadness to it.
1: And, and yeah, like like Sergio mentioned earlier, when you just think about geek, geek or nerd—I want to say nerd geek—icons that are out there, you know, she is kind of like the Michael Jordan of of uh, science fiction movies, you know. Those buns on her head are unmistakable. Everybody knows what that is. You know, it, you can't, uh, dismiss how big a figure she is in, in, in the world of sci fi. And it's just, yes, it's a big loss, certainly. So I, I agree. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, move on from, from the sad news of just this year in general, just a lot of good people have passed. And, and let's just move on to, uh, Briefly talk about what were the movies that we liked the most. Your number one movie from 2016 and also the number one failure. Who wants to take that first? Oh, Ooh,
0: uh,
2: well, yeah, I I'll go first. Go for it. Uh, I, I, it's kind of a toss up. And, and, and both of these movies are kind of easy choices uh but I really liked uh Civil War and I really liked Deadpool, oh yeah, those were great yeah and, and you know th- th- there were a lot of good movies this year, but those were the two that I left the theater just energized
1: mm, yeah good i I, did, I definitely agree agree with deadpool uh that that was a shocker, especially since so much of it leaked prior to it coming out and and it's still was a great movie with this same exact CG scene we saw like six months before in the leak. (laughs) (laughs) It still was awesome to see it on screen. So yeah, I definitely agree with those choices. And of course, civil war, you can't dismiss seeing Spidey, uh, the new incarnation of Spidey on the big screen.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I agree with both of you. I think, you know, I, for different reasons, um, I agree with uh, the whole thing with uh, Deadpool. I, I was Finally happy to see a little bit more adult oriented comic book movie that wasn't so grim and gritty that, you know, you, you mean, this was actually totally funny and, and it was yeah. so true of how the comic book version of Deadpool just wisecracked left, right and center. So, you know, I thought that was good. And for, um, Civil War, the movie, I, you know, I thought that too was great. Can't wait to talk about the worst movie though. i think we all might agree on
1: that one
2: yeah uh Uh, the 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 last thing i want to say about deadpool is we we truly got lucky oh yeah because they made this movie while the x-men were still at fox you know eventually there will be a day when the x-men revert back to to disney slash marvel and that deadpool movie does not get made by disney slash marvel true period true
0: true true true
1: well, I mean, I don't know if that's entirely true, but you're probably mostly right about that. But, you know, uh, Disney or uh, Disney owns different studios besides Marvel and they own studios that do rated R movies. So to say that they would never do it, I don't know. But, yeah, it's highly unlikely that it will get made with the, the Marvel stamp of approval on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, you know, you. You know, I'm sitting here thinking when you say, yes, they, you know, own other um, things except, you know, beside Marvel. But when you tie in a character that's related to the X-Men and they eventually, like Sergio said, hopefully one day will have the rights back to the X-Men. I still have to agree with, with Sergio in the fact of I don't see, you know, them tying an R-rated X-Men movie. I just... I think that that would hurt their bottom line to some degree, at least in their projections or their minds, whether it does or not. Because I don't think people anticipated that Deadpool would be the success that Deadpool was.
1: Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's definitely true. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's go ahead and get your, your worst one, Serge. What's your, your, your clunker for 2016? Oh,
2: well, 2016 I, uh, was kind of filled with a bunch of mediocre movies. Like a lot of movies, it should have been good, but just fell flat. Uh The worst, and it's, and it's hard to say that this is the worst, but uh, it, it, this is also kind of a toss-up between um, Independence Day Resurgence <laughs> and Batman v. Superman.
1: As we call it here, the Dawn of Boredom. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, whoa,
0: I was waiting to say it. Dawn of Boredom. <laughs> absolutely. So, so obviously yeah. that's my pick. I mean, with hands down, <laughs> without a doubt, Dawn of Boredom, even on second watching, I still, you know, wasn't sold on it. So Dawn of Boredom all the way. Curious though, uh, since I didn't see Independence Day resurgence, what was so bad about it? You,
2: you remember how movies were kind of cheesy in the nineties and it was okay. Yep.
0: It's not okay. In twenty seven sixteen. It's
2: Yeah. It's not okay. It's, it's especially not okay. If you
1: don't have Will Smith on board.
0: Got gotcha. you. Understood. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's going to be my, uh, uh, Batman v Superman is going to be obviously my worst one. And I, I think Kyle would agree as well. Um, my best one, I would. I'm probably gonna say it's a toss up between Arrival and Zootopia. And I know those are off the wall picks. Wow, but Zootopia is awesome, and you know a a lot of the other movies that we can mention: Civil War, Deadpool, Rogue One, X Men Apocalypse, Star Trek Beyond. They all were, were pretty good but i don't think they were just fantastic you know what i'm saying <laughs> so I, I i really like like the topia and i'm not really like an animated movie person but i like the different um issues they tackle in this movie about animals living in the city so i really enjoy it though
0: you know what's interesting when we're talking about the worst and the best and you mentioned X-Men apocalypse and this is not a good thing for X-Men apocalypse. Even when we were talking about the different franchises of Fox and Marvel, I completely forgot about X-Men apocalypse until you mentioned it again.
1: <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that,
0: that was, that was
2: one of the movies I was talking about when I said mediocre. Like yeah. that, that movie I could, could keep or, you know, dismiss.
0: Yeah. It
2: yep. had its moments.
0: It did, Gene. <laughs> but um yeah, I think it was a little convoluted in my in my take.
2: I, yep. it was just it was just boring. Like the <laughs> middle of it. Like the, the, the bad guy just kind of apocalypse just kind of sat in the desert for most of the movie waiting for stuff to happen. Yeah, agreed. Agreed.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it doesn't take much to from <laughs> <I mean, enjoyable>. being <laughs> You know, uh, and that's one of the movies you, that, of characters that you really love, um, uh, Cal. So I'll mention one of characters I really love real quick and then we can move on. Star Trek Beyond. Okay. I, I, I thought the movie was good for the most part, but just the resolution to defeat the enemy was like one of the things I hated most of 2016. You know, oh, wow. de- de- defeating the enemy wi- by playing uh, the Beastie Boys on their resonant harmonic frequency is not good enough for me. I'm sorry, Star Trek. You're smarter than that. You're, you're much smarter than that. But anyway, well, the Star Wars TV show is
2: much smarter than that. Not Star Wars, Star Trek TV show is much smarter than that. The Star Trek movies like the three new ones are basically just Star Wars movies. True spectacle.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah, for the most part. But just this, I I just couldn't get over their resolution, man. And, and that movie has some excellent visuals in it. But yeah. So um if, unless you guys have anything else to say about 2016, we want to start talking about what's coming up in 2017 a bit. Let's go for got, 2017. I got, I, well, I got one more 2016.
2: Okay, go sure. for it.
1: Let's have.
2: Uh, so, to my surprise the entire world liked rogue one <laughs> and i did not and how many I, times did you see it i've seen i've only, I've only seen it once okay but there there were numerous times in that movie that i just either laughed at it the wrong way or i sighed because it was ridiculous
1: um i never really got the ridiculous thing but To that point, I will say I did watch it twice. And the first time I walked out of there, I had, I, I really was not into it at all. I was like, man, there's so much going on and it, the story is good, but there's parts that fall, that fall short. But once I learned of all the Easter eggs that I missed, because, you know, I haven't seen the first movie in what, probably 10, 15 years. And once I, saw all the things that I missed after reading spoilers. I wish I would have read those before I went in because I <laughs> I enjoyed it so much more, so much more. And just the last 20 minutes of the film is, is like a Star Wars person's
0: dream. So I could see that. I could see that. especially the last 60 seconds. For me, I mean, that, you could have taken me to the movie and said, here, pay the money. We're only going to show you one minute of the movie. And that was the one minute that I got to see. I would have walked out happy.
2: Yeah. See, you you could, you can cut about a third of that movie out and it would not be (laughs) any less of a story.
0: And I could, I, I could see where you say that too, because a lot of it, yeah, well, I was going to say, what was it? Going to happen to all the characters, but something happens to all the characters, and that you pretty much <laughs> figured was going to happen, and so you knew. Well, blah 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 on the characters. So I I could see where you could cut out quite a bit of that. So
1: yeah, I mean it it bridged bridge the gap, and to me it was very much a, a Halo Reach of a movie. Um, you know, we kind of know what's going to happen to all these dudes, these people, and. You know, I think what we saw, the minute or so we saw from, from, uh, Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> aka uh-huh. Vader, I think that was also worth, worth the price of admission as well. And, uh, and our friend Scott Roberts actually said this. We've never seen, uh, Darth Vader actually just be a boss on screen. You know, um, he has never really had his time in the limelight. So I would really like to see them, you know, i are obviously going to have these Star Wars story movies coming out. It would be nice to see them go back and give Vader a full-fledged uh, I'm-a-bad-A movie. I would really love to see that.
0: All right. So let me ask you guys <sighs> something. When you saw uh, Darth uh. Vader in that movie, <laughs> did he look or did the look of Darth Vader in – a, you know, seeing, seeing him move around, seeing him talk outside of the 1977, 1980s movies. Did that make him look a little dated? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought.
1: He definitely yes. looked cheesy, but it was very much intentional.
0: Yeah. Cool. I, I just wondered if it was me, but whenever I was looking at the others, even with with them trying to do the period outfits, so to speak, I still thought, okay, he looks a little dated. Yeah, he looked horrible. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he looked, he looked like
1: he did in 1977, exactly. All Same in right.
0: the Stormtroopers.
1: <laughs> Except the black ones, they were awesome.
0: <laughs> and they all got killed, which is why they weren't in the next movie, so or the first yeah. movie or whatever. <laughs> Supposedly.
1: Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's let's go ahead and get into the uh the Ser- Sergio's terrific article on realitybreach.com. And the title of his article is The Most Anticipated Movies of 2017 and their trailers. The ten most. So, the ten most, yeah. So um let's get into it. Let's just take it from the top and go down the list. Uh first we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two.
0: fate of the universe lies on your shoulders now whatever you do don't push this button because that will set off the bomb immediately and we'll all be dead now repeat back what I just said I am Groot no, no that's the button that will kill everyone try again I am Groot mm-hmm. I am Groot uh huh
1: no. Uh, have you guys seen this trailer and what do you think
2: I I really enjoyed the first movie I don't think it's as amazing as a lot of people think it is because it was another one of those movies that I came out of going alright that was okay and everybody else was just losing their mind over yeah, but I, hmm. baby Groot like I'm fully <laughs> invested in baby Groot
0: absolutely I mean I would go back just to say I mean that, 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 that whole, the, yeah, the baby. I mean, I'm speechless because I'm like, Oh, I've watched it right before we started recording. And it was like, okay, I, I want a little baby group doll, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's why they made them. I know, but still <laughs> a, it's like, baby, I want a baby group doll. Is, is, does that, does that
1: happen in the comics, Kyle?
0: No, no. I mean, he can regrow himself. And I think he has regrown himself from like a splinter before, but, um, no, we've never, per say had baby Groot. Hmm. Yeah,
1: selling toys, Yeah, making them money. <laughs> uh, and, and like the logical
2: conclusion, in Volume 3, you have adolescent Groot.
0: <laughs> oh, oh the jokes that we could go for with that one. Um, um, He could grow
2: fungus on his face like pimples. Oh, it's going to be great. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, You know, interestingly enough, let me put a, a little bit of uh, trivia in here. Uh, Question for you guys. Are the Guardians of the uh, Galaxy the original version of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes or no?
1: I think Star-Lord is at least, but I have no idea about the rest of them.
0: So, what I, do you say? I I think that would be false. Ah, fact, I don't think they are very good. Timeline wise, they are the originals. But as far as publication wise, they've actually been around since '69, and this version didn't come come about until 2008. The originals was uh, they were all aliens. One was a guy that was made out of diamond looking. The other one was a guy I think from Saturn called Charlie twenty seven. Another one was a US well actually he was not an alien. He was a uh lost in space uh astronaut and then the last one was a different version of Yondu and they were the originals. So,
1: so did they um pull for this current iteration did they pull these characters in from different properties or were these freshly created characters
0: No they were they were from different properties or different like um you know all the characters that are in there Star-Lord was from the 70s uh, Gamora was from the 70s Rocket was from, I think from the 80s you know all all of the characters that are in there even I'm not sure about Groot I think he's been around for a while too but there was a um an event that they did in 2008 called Annihilation and it had to do with this, um, creature from another dimension that was basically trying to annihilate everything out in space. And this version of the Guardians of the Galaxy were formed as part of that. Ah, it's
1: awesome. <laughs> that is cool. So, um, any other Final thoughts before we move on about Guardians of the Galaxy. Um I, I mean, I really enjoyed the first movie. I'm anticipating this one. One of the things I enjoyed the first one so much is because I really didn't know anything about these characters and I went in blind. Like, this movie looks cool. It has some great ac- good actors in it. Uh, it looks like Star Wars. I'll give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was it was an awesome movie. I was really surprised.
0: Yeah, and it's taken some people that you wouldn't have probably heard of and made them, you know, household names. I mean, look at, uh, the guy they, well, I know him as Batista from wrestling, but the guy that plays tracks, <laughs> you know, and the guy from parks and recreation now who is now, you know, known as Star Lord.
1: Yeah. And it's so funny. Like Sergio said, you couldn't believe everybody were losing their crap over the, over the first one. I think you said. Mm-hmm and And that's how I was when I saw people talking about the you know people were releasing images of them shooting in London and stuff and and talking about it, and it was just like craze all over the internet, and I was just like uh okay <laughs> i <laughs> I guess this might be all right, but why are they doing a movie of this <laughs> but yeah it it turned out for for the better so uh let's let's move on to the fate. In the Furious, is that not supposed to be written F8 and of the Furious or, <laughs> the, but anyway, Sergio, I want you to tell me, sum up to me, somebody who hasn't seen a Fast and the Furious movie since the first three. Okay. Why would I want to see this movie? Why should well, I
2: care? uh. <laughs> because the fashion and the furious is, is, is th- that series is basically transformers without the cars transforming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Like, t- take, take an eighties action movie and think about how over the top they were uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then add CG and real actual special effects, not terrible A B special effects. And then have Vin Diesel thrown out one-liners every twenty minutes, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then putting the Rock and then, in there. And then bring the Rock in and have him throw one-liners, and it, like have him carry a chain gun down a down a street as a cop. Like the movie is just ridiculous.
1: <laughs> oh man!
2: Like the, what started as a street racing franchise—that's mm-hmm. what I know it as. <laughs> yeah, has completely spiraled out of control, pun intended, and just. <laughs> Gone off the rails. Now it's now it's basically what. Ridiculous situation can we put Vin Diesel and his friends through? <laughs> okay.
0: Really, I wow. could see that. And you know what, Clarence, I'm going to take you one step further from what you said. I have never seen any of them. What? <laughs> not, not from what, not Fast and the Furious, not Fast and the Furious, not still Fast and the Furious. I know what you did last summer while you were Furious or whatever the names, <laughs> not seen any of them.
1: Furioso. Yeah. yeah I, I've seen, I saw the first three in theaters. So yeah, up until that point, I think that's when they kind of took a break. So I, you know, I didn't really think oh. they're going to be any more Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> so I was kind of out of it at that point. And then like suddenly in the mid 2000s up until now, or mid to late 2000s, it's just been an onslaught of Fast and the Furious. And, you know, even, again, from somebody who saw those first films, what happens in those films would lead you to believe there wouldn't be any more. So, yeah, they've kind of just flipped it all around and everybody's back and, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, can can I watch this just straight on without seeing the previous, what, five? I'm, I'm seven, previous seven. Um,
2: well, I saw the first 3 so. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I would say probably because there's going to be a lot of explosions and, and action and it, there's no way to not enjoy that, but why would you want to? Those the movies before <laughs> it are so good because wow. they're so bad. I praise. <laughs> yeah, like, like like if you've seen the first 3, then you've basically seen the bible of Fast and Furious. The 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 the, the, the four movies that follow that treat those three, those first three movies like they are star Wars. Really? Yeah. Because they always allude back to it. Like the, the, the timeline is not even those movies kind of weave in and out of those three movies. Like, huh? Yeah. Those movies are so obsessed with themselves that it's, I envy them. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think I'll, I'll try to catch up. Um, I know my brother has these up on his plate, so I may may try to try to go through them on a on a Saturday. So, uh, yeah, moving right along. Uh, this is probably Mr. Jones here's uh, most anticipated movie of the decade. This beautiful
2: place, but the closer you get the more you see the great darkness
1: within. I learned this the hard way a long, long time ago.
0: Mm. Ah, okay. Uh, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll say that that's. I would say that's probably a very good, accurate, and hopeful statement that 2017 uh, brings a very, very good Wonder Woman movie.
1: So does the fact that uh, the aforementioned Bat- Batman v Superman <laughs> uh, was was a pile of uh, crap <laughs> for the <laughs> most part. I liked it, but I'm a glutton for punishment. I thought it was okay. Okay. I didn't, I didn't think it was a high art, but it had issues, but I just like seeing Superman on screen. I'm sorry, but anyway.
0: <laughs> I right, So for the same so reason hard. you just said that you liked seeing Superman on screen, I liked seeing Wonder Woman on screen. That's why I didn't get up and leave mid uh sat batman versus superman was so that i could see wonder woman so for the same reason i, I was actually going to ask you what What did you think of wonder woman in don't boredom i thought <laughs> i thought she was the one bit of caffeine in that boredom two hours <laughs> i mean she was yeah. the she was the bright light for me um you know, that kept my attention, that kept me wanting to I want to actually see you, not as Diana Prince. Let me see you as Wonder Woman. And coming from seeing Linda Carter in the seventies as Wonder Woman, as cheesy as it may have been, she had a hard sale and she killed it. I mean, she did a great job. And so, you know, I'm I, that that alone is what, you know, makes me excited. Plus seeing the um way she looks, and the fact that they've lightened the suit up some and you know it's it's brighter and it's it's consistent with what it looks like now in the comics you know i'm 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 really excited,
1: yeah, the only thing that really worries me about the trailers is just seems as if they're making captain America wonder Woman uh and I don't know I guess the time period thing is gonna work, I mean, I think it might work, but still. I would think I would rather see her somewhere in the present day, but again, if it's an origin story, I guess you have to kind of
0: go back a little bit. well, they were both created within a year of each other if i'm not if I'm not mistaken. I know she was created in forty one and I believe he was created in thirty nine or forty so I mean you know that and they were right there in the World War two, even though she said in World War one um you know it's it's that patriotic look. So, you know, I can see you drawing the comparison to Captain America actually.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, the the thing is the thing about it being a period piece is it will add a level of interest to it. Like the the Captain America story is already interesting, but making the movie as a period piece as well really added depth to that to that movie, and I see that it will probably
0: do the same here. Agreed. Agreed agreed
1: so uh, are, is is there any inkling about who the enemy was going to be in this movie i don't think we saw that in the trailer at all no and i've right.
0: really not picked up any you know any anything as to who the who he or she might be
1: who are some of wonder woman's big tentpole enemies in in the series Right. Uh, that aren't that aren't really in the universe of you know as justice league or with the group like who is her kind of one on one arch enemy
0: uh she has uh mainly honestly it go you know, there's the cheetah um and obviously it's a woman who turns into a half human half cheetah um you know villain she has um you know a couple of other villains there's dr psycho who you know, gets into your mind, controls your mind, but pretty much it's been her fighting against some of the Olympic pantheon, be it, um, Ares, be it, you know, Zeus himself, be it Hercules. It's Makes usually sense. something along those lines.
2: Ah, ooh. Actually that, that, that's really exciting because I really like Greek mythology.
0: Yeah. And depending on which version of her origin that they're going with, she's anything from uh, Ares's daughter to Zeus's daughter to, you know, made out of clay to whatever. So I'm curious to see which, um, you know, origin story that they're going to go with. Hopefully they'll go back to the clay, which, will, you know, is the pr- primary uh, origin that she's had all these years.
1: And, and do we know if Zyder, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Zach Snyder had a hand in, in this production at all?
0: I hope not. I don't, th- I think he has some, some overreaching dark presence <laughs> over it, but maybe not too much. You know, I think a lot of it's changed since they've instilled Jeff Johns over, you know, they've changed his position and put him Less over the comics and more over the cinematic after the debacle of Batman Superman. So maybe whatever he did have got reduced a little bit. Hopefully.
1: So yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, move right along to, uh, maybe the character who was kind of set this whole thing off, uh, in the, for the mainstream, of course. And, and that is, uh, Spider-Man's once again reboot, which man, again, <sighs> but yeah, so, and, and, and Spider-Man homecoming, um, coming out next year. Uh, like I just said, once again, a reboot. Uh, I am of the. Toby McGuire, Spider Man era. (laughs) I I really, I really like Toby McGuire. I thought he embodied the character more than Andrew Garfield, although I like elements of both. Why do we need a new, yet again, a new Spider Man? Can somebody answer that for me? We don't need one,
2: but the business of Sony and Marvel needs one. Agreed. Because they, they simply can't take one that they already have and integrate it into the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe without fans just losing their, you know <laughs> losing their minds.
0: Hmm. Yep, I agree. And you know, if you if you equate, here's how I equate whenever you say you're a Toby fan. Toby is the original Spider-Man from the sixties. This new um Spider-Man and Tom Holland reminds me more of the ultimate version in 2000 when they created the ultimate Marvel universe, the updated hip, uh, you know, uh, new Spider-Man as opposed to the 60s, you know, clean cut and, 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 and no offense to Toby, but almost generic Spidey. So. Boring
1: Spidey? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Maybe hey, hey, I mean, hey. hey, I enjoyed the Spider-Man movie in 2000 whenever it came out. But if you go back and you look at it, just like some of the 60s stories, it 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 got dated for me very quickly.
1: And and you also have to take an account on again what what they were doing at that time. And was it 2002 when that movie came out? They were actually paving a way for everything we see now. And i mean, of course you could say there were movies before that, but I think that's the one movie that actually pushed it forward in a way to what we have, where we have this universe and just the, the, the different movies that are coming out that are based around comic books.
0: I'm going to take you back two years prior to X-Men in 2000. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs>
1: had to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because think about it, in the late 80s, you had, you had, uh, Batman and Robin, which after that, superhero movies was like almost blasphemed to even think about making one. And then X-Men came and revitalized it, in my opinion.
1: Uh, technically it was Blade, wasn't it? Ah, good point. Good, very good point. Yeah, Blade, Blade, but I mean, Wesley. <laughs> again, again, mainstream. Every kid. I mean, it's arguable that people, there are people who still work in the X Men, even though it was a very popular movie and Blade as well. But Spider Man, oh my God, every kid was Spider Man for Halloween. Spider Man everywhere. It just took off in a way the other movies didn't. True, true. Yeah, and 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 while I oh, I agree
2: with that, uh, that that's kind of emblematic of those three movies, like. Outside of the the you know the black suit in the third one, those three movies play it very safe. Yeah. Like yeah. Spider-Man yeah. does not take risks. The biggest risk they took, I think, was making his web shooters organic. Right. <laughs> you know, which yeah. I think was great. Kinda silly yeah. either way, but that's really the biggest risk they took. And ever since then, the superhero genre has been evolving to take more and more risks to to the point that as you as you said, we had a Guardians
1: of the Galaxy movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, uh, I uh, mean, we, go ahead. mean, even, even to that point when we got when Andrew Garfield came along, I th- I think they went too far in another direction. You know, so hopefully Tom Holland is a happy medium of. The element of cool and new and, you know, we're weaving them into the MCU as well as elements of the old Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So hopefully they can get the formula right. And I'm glad that this is a younger guy. Uh So maybe we can have him around at least for the next 10 years, you know, as in and, and <laughs> weaving in and out of the MCU if they don't reboot it and, you know, making good movies of his own. So, yeah. And
2: uh, my favorite Spider-Man is high school Spider-Man.
1: I agree. Because, I of, see that. Yeah,
2: because of the ultimate universe. I, I read that whole, that whole run. Um, <clears throat> and I really enjoyed it. And you're right. Tom Holland does remind me of that.
0: Yep. I agree. You know, I just wish that we would have seen Miles a little bit, but hey, Miles may yet come. <laughs> yeah. Maybe oh.
1: 10 years from now when, when Holland is in mid twenties, they might bring Miles on or something. I don't Maybe know. Maybe so. <laughs> no, what's, what's going to happen? is Marvel is going to finally
2: just ask, we want Spider-Man back. And Sony's going to say no. And (laughs) so they're going to kill him off and they're going to replace him with Miles.
0: Just like it happened in the comic.
2: (laughs) Yep. That's what's going to happen. Calling it.
0: Hmm.
2: All right, folks, you heard it
0: here. (laughs) Episode 30. (laughs)
1: so from uh, on to another superhero movie of of, you know we just looked at the side of somebody who's just getting into it Tom Holland and now we're going to flip over to Hugh Jackman who's been doing Wolverine since what did you just say the X-Men movie came out in
0: 2000?
1: 2000 2000 Logan what did you do Charles the world is not the same as it was
0: mutants they're gone now the only thing that's real where is she beneath the stain. she's like you of time very much like you the feelings disappear she needs our help you are someone to come along someone has come along
1: i am still He's been doing it a long time. And while 48, I don't think it's too old for him to play Wolverine. Cause I mean, even in the comics, we have gray haired Wolverine running around
0: today, uh, right?
1: Yeah, today. So I think he can really play Wolverine for another 10 years as long as he stays in some, <laughs> if he stays in some kind of decent shape, I think he can cause just because the comics and I don't know how, when did the old man Wolverine timeline come about? Has that been recent or that was a
0: like an, alternate reality or another, you know, just a story until the Secret Wars where, you know, that particular Wolverine replaced the one that was the real Wolverine that died. But having said that, um, you know, that was just, like I said, an old, old, you know, future version. But as in regards to Wolverine himself, he was born like, I think, the 1830s, 1840s. So the character even young "quote unquote" Wolverine is really over a hundred years old. So, like you just said, it doesn't really matter how old Hugh Jackman gets, because the character is always going to be older than what he is.
2: Yeah, it's, it, it's, <laughs> but it's it's more just a, a matter of him being an old guy.
0: True. Good point.
2: You know, we don't we don't want to have a situation like Indiana Jones four.
1: Oh God. uh, And and
0: the same could be said, you know, uh, no offense to Ian McKellen, but, and I know, again, that Magneto is old, but he had been de-aged in the comics. And so you had a young man, Magneto, and then you had this older actor playing him age appropriately. And, you know, in 2000, I'm still going, "Ah, he was a little, he, he just was a little old for Magneto. So I could, I could. I could see that.
2: Yeah, and and what and also this is what his ninth time to play Wolverine at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His ninth time. How, <laughs> how many characters have you seen in nine movies be, be played by the same actor?
0: True. Yeah, that's probably
1: probably up there. That's for sure. Huh. I'm trying to think of one actually.
0: <laughs> so, did you but guys yeah, think I'm, that this was very, very, very? Dark. I mean, the whole, you know, the, even the, even the trailer, the whole idea of it was just very depressing.
1: Well, I mean, I think part of it was him. I think he even came out and said he wanted to make a movie in the vein of, of how I guess Deadpool is rated R. This is, I think this is supposed to be his rated R movie. Um, so yeah, it, it did seem rather dark. Uh, I still really don't know where they're going as far as, uh, an antagonist in this movie you know I, of course we have a wolverine we have um uh, the professor and we have uh eight what x-23 in yeah. it as well so La- I'm, I'm i'm excited to see those three characters but as far as the enemy yeah I, I guess that's a surprise i don't know i think they showed a guy but i really didn't know who it was
0: sergio do you know or do you want me to tell him Uh, I don't know. Okay. The, uh, unless I'm wrong here, the bad guy will be a gentleman by the name of Donald Pierce. And he will be, uh, leading a group of cyborgs named the Reavers. And Donald Pierce was a member. He was, he's not a mutant. He is a cyborg who is at one point in the comics, a member of the Hellfire Club.
1: Hmm. Uh, That, That might be interesting.
0: Yeah. So, and, and, you know, I could see that where, you know, if they're saying the mutants are gone, this, they may incorporate him as to, into being some type of person who they tried to give themselves mutant type powers by, you know, enhanced cybernetics. And that's how they got their powers. That I don't know, but I, 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 I am pretty sure that that's Donald Pierce that they're showing. Huh. Like I'm excited. I'm really
2: excited about that movie because it's a good stopping point. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're. He's literally playing old man Logan.
0: All right, so Sergio, let me ask you this question: Do you think when you say stopping point, do you think they're about to reboot the X Men franchise or keep going? Didn't they just Uh, do
1: that? (laughs)
2: uh, you, You know, you you think they just did that? That was three movies ago. That was a whole trilogy ago. True. So – and technically, they're all supposed to be canon to if, – if it depends on how you look at the reboot at the end of Days of Future Past. True. So as lukewarm as Apocalypse was received and how not well it did at the box office, I don't know if they have a choice. I, I, I think this closes off their third trilogy and it creates – a vacuum for them to fill with either a reboot or like a spinoff, uh, like X Force or New Mutants or just something else. Because I think they're done. Like they they can't do much else.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Mm.
1: Yeah. I'd be interested, inter- interested to see how they actually move forward. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, move on to the next movie on the list. And that is, uh. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Can I do it? Can I do it? Let's go ahead. Let, let's go, go to the next movie on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you kid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Power Rangers movie. Um, yeah. So this is a show that I guess I was when it came out, I was probably like, what 12? 13 in that, in that age range. So it was really it's really suited for my brother and maybe even you, Sergio, to your age range a little bit more than me. But I did watch it. I did get into it with my brother. So it is a show I watched and semi I've tried to keep up with over the past ooh, 20-something years. Oh. Um, Yeah, and it looks like they're finally getting a movie that's now. of course, they've had a movie in the past, but this one seems like they're trying to put it Suited in our uh in in the type of movies we have now as well as giving it an update and a certain amount of realism that the previous iterations didn't have uh and honestly, this is probably one of my most um anticipated movies. <laughs> <laughs> of the year, uh, you know, just either to see how well they do or how horrible they bomb at it. But I do want to watch this when it comes out. Uh, what do what do you guys thoughts on the movie?
0: Well, Sergio, you're obviously a fan, so I'm going to let you take it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would stop short of saying I'm a fan.
2: Uh, it, it was a it was very much a let me watch this with my little brother yeah. kind of situation as a kid. I really enjoyed the very first movie, um, but I, I have this weird nostalgia for that first set of Power Rangers yeah. and it's it, like, it's just enough that I'm really excited about this movie and I'm really scared for this movie because it could go so badly yeah. or it could go yeah. so well. Like we could be looking at like the RoboCop reboot
0: <laughs> or Ooh, we could be looking bad. at
2: uh, it, right? Yeah. Uh, or yeah, we what? could be looking at something oh, like horrible. the judge dread reboot.
1: Yeah, wow. uh, well, see, both of those movies I liked, so <laughs> <laughs> they were nothing like the originals, which, but I still liked them. That being said, this movie fits squarely in what you just said as being one of the movies that can mess up your childhood. You're destroying my childhood. You know how these internet <laughs> people get. And, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it definitely has the potential to do that, no doubt.
2: Right. Uh, of all of the movies on this list, I think this one has the best trailer.
0: Agreed, agreed. And I'll, and I'll tell you why I agree with that. I mean, let me say, and let me say it very clearly, I hated the Power Rangers <laughs> growing up. I mean, because I mean, I, I remember, um, I remember whenever I saw, you know, the first, oh, well, here's, you know, five people and they form, you know, they get in these vehicles or they look like lines and then they, uh, form or, you know, this big robot, and I'm thinking, oh, cool, a live-action Voltron. And mm-hmm. then I start watching it, and I'm like, okay, let me go back and watch the cartoon because this is, like, really, really cheesy. And then it kept going and going, and it was worse than, than the Energizer Bunny. It just kept going and going and going. And I watched this uh, trailer, and I described – the trailer in a way that I thought I would never describe Power Rangers and that was thinking oh wow this kind of looked pretty cool and I thought I would never re- a- a- associate the word cool and Power Rangers together and you know for the trailer whoever made it that may be be the best part of the movie but it made me say cool and that is a big accomplishment considering how much I hated the Power Rangers
2: more oh, than that, that, well, then that- That says a lot.
0: Yeah, it does. It really
2: does. (laughs) So, yeah, like I, I, I'm, I'm, it's, it comes out in like a month or so. Like it comes out in February, I think.
1: Really. Hmm. So we'll see. You know, I'm all for seeing, you know, uh, big robots on screen. I'm kind of that that (laughs) person. Uh, As long as it's not too cheesy. I've seen some of the toys that they have uh, that have got leaked. And they don't look too hot, so I hope those designs for the actual Zord are not too horrible. Uh and and it, could, could it really be that bad
2: if it has Brian Cranston in it?
1: <laughs> yeah, And what's the uh, other the Rita Repulsa who's playing her? Um, um can, uh, Emily Banks something yeah. Banks? Uh Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Oh, so okay, yeah, they cool. got they got some some cred in the movie. So yeah, I mean. Yeah. Walter White wouldn't do nothing too bad, he? <laughs> I don't think so.
0: <laughs> Freaking bad with the Power Rangers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Let's let's move on to yet another superhero
0: movie. All right, can uh, I do can, can I do this one? Let me do this one. Let me. Oh, can I does, can I do an intro movie for this ha- one?
1: Have any subtitles at all that you want to add to it? Or?
0: No, 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 no. But I will say this: for this is my hope for this movie. My hope is that society will come together and form some type of, let's say, a league that would maybe <laughs> do a little bit of justice to that dawn of boredom. Hence (laughs) Justice League Very cheesy I know but I've been waiting to say that Talk I believe that an enemy is coming From far away I'm looking for warriors This stranger Others like him I'm building an alliance to defend us It's very important that I see this man. Barry Allen. Bruce Wayne. You said that like it explains why there's a total stranger sitting in the dark in my second favorite chair.
1: Well, at least what I can say right off about this trailer is that the thing that makes me hopeful that this movie will be good is that they have brought more... You know, it's, it's, it's not the Snyderverse of being super duper dark, at least from the trailer that we've seen. You know, uh, I think Flash is, is the guy they have playing him is excellent. And at least from the trailer, the lightheartedness and the funny that he brought to the few scenes that we saw seems like it's something that'll make it a good movie. Cause I think that's what the DC universe needs. You know, it's just so dark, man. And and even even like the Suicide Squad that was totally different director, but it, it was still you know kind of a dark movie. Bring the funny, like you said with Wonder Woman, make things lighter, bring a little more joy to the screen. You no know, superheroes are not about feeling bad and feeling dark all the time. Let's 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 have the fun back in in, in the DC universe.
2: Agreed. I uh, yeah yeah I, I, I agree. That that's the most refreshing part of this trailer is I laughed. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think I did once in all of the, the, the Man of Steel or, you know, Dawn of Boredom. Like there was no laughing in those movies. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I could understand. And I, and I know we're talking about Dawn of Justice, but, but Sergio, you just made me think of something in what you said. I laughed and I, and, and in the Superman movies, you know, I didn't in a Batman movie. I could see someone saying, you know what? I went into a Batman movie. I didn't laugh throughout the two hours that I was there. I could see that Batman is not a bright, uh, character as in, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, shiny, you know, happy, happy, happy. His character is all around, you know, the whole darkness of the city and all of that. Superman, however, is the exact opposite. You should have the bright. You should have the optimistic and you know even with the with the costume that they toned down his the colors of the cape and the colors of the blue you know the the tone of the blue to the point to where it's you know this dark crimson red and it's this dark blue get rid of that and make it don't make it cheesy but make it you know bright again make it a little bit more optimistic
2: yeah 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 i I completely agree like Man of Steel was the biggest overreaction DC could have possibly done after the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I agree. Because the Dark Knight trilogy worked because it was Christopher Nolan and because it was Batman. Yes, because it was Batman, definitely. Taking that aesthetic and bolting it onto a Superman movie just did not work.
0: All right. And I'll go one step further. Taking a, uh, alternate, um, story, a future version of Batman and, um, Wonder, well, Wonder Woman 2, but mainly Batman and Superman fighting in a world when both of them are old. That should not be the basis story for the creation of the Justice League. And, and yet it was. And you know that was the you know the dark what was it what was it called uh, Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns that in many ways was the basis for oh let's also form this Justice League from this nah that should be that's that should be their version of Logan when they're telling a story at the end not oh, at your man. inception. And
1: I could definitely see that movie being the last one in the series of of movies because, man, you're exactly right. I they, think it would have worked. this then. movie out of order. Yeah, it would have. They made this movie out of order.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So
0: there we go.
2: But the last thing I'm going to say about Justice League is uh to hear that Superman is going to wear a black suit. A la the reign of the Superman. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited.
0: As long as we don't have, you know, four people running around saying, hi, I'm Superman. (laughs) No, no, I, that's, I want that. Yeah, I, I could definitely
1: see them doing that as a bit of, a bit of cheese. I know in the comics, those people actually had powers, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't they? Each of the,
0: each of well, John Henry Irons technically at that time didn't have, uh, powers, but yeah, just say he had powers. He was a, Iron Man, Superman, basically.
1: Isn't he the guy that Shaq played in that movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still? yeah. Bring, Shaq, bring, bring, bring Shaq back. Let's just have a few zany characters running around saying they're Superman before, you know, Henry Cavill eventually raises his, himself from the dead in the black suit. You know, it'll be a little humor for the show. I don't know.
2: Yeah, G- Give a reason to spin out, spin off a Superboy movie.
0: True. True. Yeah, Which I actually like that version of Superboy, but unfortunately... He's not around anymore, so there you go.
1: So, moving right along. Um, the War for the Planet of the Apes. Um, let me just say, I, I've enjoyed the Planet of the Apes movie since they've rebooted. I thought they've been thoughtful and well done. Uh, they created a baseline for a story in the first movie with James Franco that, you know, uh, is kicking off these, these, uh, sequels, but the very first movie was very, very good and it established, established these characters and, uh, a great story as well as very, very, very well done CG. You know, from the last, from, even from the last movie, we saw a lot more of the, uh, the, the CG characters, uh, in, in different environments and, I don't think there was a moment where I think to myself that um, eh, those are not real, you know, even though even, <laughs> even though I knew they weren't real and they just pulled it off so well that it just it just I was just it was just believable. I mean, that and just added on to the fact with Tarkin, who we just saw in Leia, those look fake in comparison to what you see in uh the Planet of the Ace movies. But yeah, I I really am excited to see this movie and see where they continue to take the story. Yes, I'm this is like my
2: dark horse for possibly uh, my favorite movie next year, because I, I, I have loved what they have done with both of the previous movies. And I really like that they're not keeping the human characters movie over movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It makes it more interesting. And it and it doesn't. It doesn't make that a hook for, you know, they can, they can go anywhere with the story by not bringing those characters in. You know, they can, again, with this being CG, they can do whatever they want to, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And truly the star
2: of those movies is an ape. Yeah. Like Caesar is the star. Like they're, they're I, there's not going to be another summer blockbuster where the star of the movie is basically a monkey true yeah
0: true yeah you know i you know i have not actually seen any of this this version these these for me yeah i know because these are these are movies that i'm like okay i know i want to watch but oh i don't have time because i've got to a b c and d and they're they're movies that i want to get around to watching so uh i will probably will either because when does this come out do we know yeah in yet? the summer okay so i've got six, so let's say i've got 6 months to watch the first two so there you go yeah yeah i i, I was a planet uh, not, I, I was a fan
2: of the old planet <laughs> of the apes movies um, way back but i was it was alarming how good these th- these two previous movies were cuz they, they they didn't have to be as good as they were
0: yeah yeah and, and the reason i had like i said i mean i've not seen it because I thought, oh, it's not gonna be good. It was just a timing thing. Because I've heard yep. nothing but good things about him. But you
1: you you guys didn't like the Marky Mark movie that came out? Now and didn't like that one?
0: I I,
2: I really like Tim Burton. So I really actually liked that one. <laughs> like I understand why there weren't any sequels because it was kind of a mess at the end, but I kinda like that one.
1: <laughs> it was it was interesting for the time. There were a lot of toys from that one too.
0: Yeah, I remember it's that, true. and there, and there was actually I remember watching it, and I, and I don't know why, but maybe I was just like really, really intuned in it. Whenever they said the, "bow your head," it, I mean, I, <laughs> I almost came out of my seat. I, I remember jumping because I don't know if it was the sound of because who was the guy that did that? He's passed now, but Michael Clark. Duncan. Yes, yes. Whenever he mm-hmm. did that, and it was like it just boomed, and I remember jumping in my seat, going like, "Oh." Mm. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> so maybe uh, that's why I hadn't watched it yet. I was like still traumatized <laughs> over that.
1: <laughs> so Sergio makes you once again to make the case for a movie. Um why should I care about a Thor movie? Because I didn't watch the last one, and the first one I was just pretty much like, eh, it was okay. Oh, you didn't the first one you didn't like? It wasn't good, man.
0: I, I, I thought, thought the first was. one was
1: great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It didn't, it didn't catch me. It didn't well, like, catch me. I,
2: I, I've always said this when I talk about the first Thor movie, and that is uh, the fact that they were able to take such a ridiculous concept and translate it to the screen and it not completely go off the rails – Makes that movie even better than it is.
0: Agreed. Oh, because I agree with it. We're,
2: we're talking about a Norse god whose <laughs> weapon is a magic hammer. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. The fact that they pulled it off is is um, makes it you know better. But I think the things that we saw in the first um, Avengers movie that were kind of holdover from that movie were more interesting than anything
0: we saw in the first Thor movie. Yeah, but you wouldn't have had the holdovers from that movie if you hadn't have had the first Thor movie.
1: True, true. Agreed. As is, as is every yeah. movie in this MCU.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and I can't believe you like, hadn't seen
2: like, the like, second like, one. Yeah. If, if if you weren't a big fan of the first one, I, I don't know if I can make a case of the third one because the second one had some good moments. But it's definitely like a Bottom of the barrel Marvel movie.
0: I, I will say this, and this may, this may tempt you a little bit to watch it. The, and I, I can never say his name correct, but let's just go with his, uh, line that he has after the name. I think it's Malachith or whatever, but he's called the Dark Elf. And I'll give you a hint, uh, of, about something about the guy who played him. Uh, his, his performance, and Clarence, you should get this, his performance was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic! You know who I'm talking about. Mm, I. You should you should know, know that line.
1: Oh. Uh, that why am I just missing it?
0: Rose, before I go, I want you to know that you are fantastic. Absolutely really? fantastic. Yep, ninth doctor. Are you sure? Yep. Huh? Elkison played him. Uh, look, who are you asking? Am I sure? <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: okay. Well, huh, that's, that's, that's interesting to me. So maybe I'm all wrong, but I will say about the uh, Thor Ragnarok, the third movie in the series. I am, um, intrigued by this buddy comedy with Hulk thing. Well, not comedy, buddy team up drama <laughs> thing with <laughs> with Hulk. It might be a comedy because Hulk's a funny dude. like, uh, so, no, I think you, I think you had it right the first time. <laughs> did you see what he did to Loki? Did you see that? Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. To see that is going to be another to bring, bring me in. So I think I do need to just go back and watch the second one. Uh, but I think I do want to watch this one just because the team up aspect that's been talked about. And I hope that's what we actually see. Yeah.
0: And you're going to see Valkyrie in there too. So I'm interested to see, think of a uh, femaleish type Thor, but not technically female Thor, but, uh, she was a like the the maidens of death or something. So I'm curious to see. What what she'll be like? Mm-hmm. Oh, it has Jeff Goldblum in it.
2: Oh, really? Really? What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> I I just realized that he's playing Grandmaster.
0: Ah, okay. Think of it; um, he's one of the elders of the universe. Then, which it which that's that's basically an
2: autobiographical casting then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh yeah, this, like this cast is really good. Carl Urban, really? Yeah, Kate Blanchett.
1: They're bringing bones in. Uh-huh. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I just when we get the first trailer, I know for sure if I really want to see it. So, I mean, it's a Marvel movie. It's probably going to be good. So, I probably should see it anyway. So, yeah, I'll probably check it out. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and I think if I remember correctly, this is the last one before, um,
0: Avengers think, three. I think so. I think I, you're right.
2: I think I could be wrong.
0: No, I think you're right. I think you are right.
2: So, it, it, if, if anything, that in itself should be a reason to watch it.
0: Yeah.
1: So guys, I guess we're going to, the last trailer we're going to talk about today is the episode eight movie. Well, we don't have a trailer yet, but the movie that's coming out, uh, I guess in December of next year of, yeah, of 2017. Um, man, I really love The Force Awakens, man. I saw it twice in theaters. I've watched it again since, um, and I just love that movie, man. And I think the added, um, the added thing that Carrie Fisher has passed on is going to make it just probably outsell anything before it. Uh I'm kind of sad to see this, this is going to be her last performance. And I'm wondering what they're going to do with her character in this movie. Uh, did, did I mean, was she supposed to be in episode nine or was this her last movie anyway? Uh, of course, what would happen to, to Han Solo in the last movie? So I don't know. I mean, they are they have to eventually or they should already have a plan on how they're going to um, sunset these characters to go on to new things. So, yeah, I'm 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 really anticipating this movie. We haven't seen anything yet, but I know it's going to be awesome because the last one was awesome. And,
0: <laughs> and yeah, I I can't wait, man. I well, just can't wait. Well, I, I will say this because because I was sitting here listening to you talk and I was picturing, you know, what could they possibly do? And I will say this, it will be heart-wrenching if they have already, you know, as part of what they've already taped, already part of the story that's already shot and in post-production, if the character Princess Leia in Episode Eight dies in the movie as part of the story. That, I Mm. think, will be, you know, like I said, heart-wrenching, heartbreaking, which, whatever, it'll be sad. Yeah. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. You're you're right. I think it being a year before it comes out, I, I think that will take some of the sting away from it. True. Cuz it doesn't come out for almost a whole year. So, uh we will have known that she was gone for a year, but I, it honestly, I kind of hope that's what they did because that's the cleanest way for this to work. True. Yeah. Agreed. You know, because you can't just have her walk off frame and say, see you next movie. And then she's not in the next movie. Right. I mean, you you don't want to have you don't want Princess Leia to die off screen.
1: Yeah. I mean, not only that, think about what they are. There rewrites going on in the uh, since we know that she since They now know that she passed. Are they rewriting certain portions and. Doing Pulling a Paul Walker in the Fast and Furious movies and trying to, you know, properly sunset the character's sands or death, you know. That could be going on.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. True. And we may never know, you know, because ultimately, like Sergio said, we're a year away. So the final product last week and the final product as will be, may be two different things.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested
1: to know how, how, what their original plans were and how they actually shifted. If we ever get to find that out, that would be, uh, that would make a good book.
2: D- special features. <laughs> that's oh. the DVD special features.
1: Oh, uh, who watches those things anymore? <laughs> they just put them on YouTube now. <laughs> oh, that's depressing.
2: <laughs> well, like I'm, I'm really looking forward to episode eight because. Seven was incredibly impressive. Oh, yeah! Way better than it really should have been. True. Yeah. And I really like the three new characters that that we're following now: Ray, Finn, and Poe. And it, it, it's Star Wars. There's going to be some some sort of twist at the end of this one. There's going to be something, a la you know, Empire I am Strikes your Back.
1: Father. Yeah, Yeah. Well, I think they've already set that up with us not knowing who Ray's parents are. So I, I think that's going to be the twist. And it's kind of so cliche because that's what, what was the twist in the other one. So, yeah, um, yeah, but I agree. There should be something interesting that we do find out in this episode. OK, oh, we're, well, back, well, we're back to episodes now. <laughs>
2: if if I'm making predictions, since I guess that's what I'm doing, um <clears throat> let's say Finn. What if he's Lando Calrissian's kid?
0: I think. Ah, uh, there's two on the nose, man. <laughs> That's just two on the nose. All right. Well, I'm going to go one <laughs> step further. What if Ray is somehow the daughter of the character who, are one of the characters that were that was in Rogue One?
1: Oh
2: man! I was kind of hoping that somebody would survive.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, to to birth Ray, but that.
1: So so I mean, that being said, does anyone think we'll see anything since we just did a prequel of Rogue One? Do you think we'll see any ramifications for that in the upcoming movie at all? Like maybe a character or a scene or a planet or something, you know? I hope not.
0: (laughs) I don't really I I don't think so considering the fact of you had timeline wise, you had three movies pass since Rogue One, so mm, I, I think it would be a, a very very slim. I think Rogue One' purpose solely was to maybe gap together, you know, the um, episode three and episode four, and and add a little few more layers to the de- whole Death Star story. Yeah, yeah, and
2: part of this goes speaks directly to my, some of my complaints with rogue one is rogue one had it been just told as a story and not so woven into the very beginning of a new hope. Like so tightly, I think it would have worked a lot better. Like, like had they,
1: that's what made it
2: good, man. <laughs> had, had, no, no, that see that's, that's what made it annoying to me. Like I would respect that movie so much more if they made a star Wars movie with no lightsabers.
1: You know when oh, I talked about this in our Tech Edition review um, about this this movie TechEdition.com. Um, <laughs> so the one I, I realized one of the things I love about the Star Wars universe is is the lightsabers, and I think that subconsciously that may be what was not good in the movie to you because the upon first watching. That is what I thought. I'm like, man, I just I now know that I really love the Jedi part of this thing. You know, <laughs> the universe is OK, but I love I love lightsabers and fights and stuff like that. It's just it's not the same without it.
2: And and that's the thing that it, it was unnecessary, like had they focused more on one, two, maybe three characters and not had to have an entire cast of people and there was no need for that big fight at the end w- with Darth Vader. Like,
1: oh, it was it was, the, very, it was very necessary. Very, <laughs> very, it and, was so and,
2: awesome. And that's why I say that I I hope that there aren't any like tendrils that reach to Episode Eight because that adds more value to Rogue One as a story.
1: Yeah. And and I agree with Kyle. There probably won't be. But I mean, that's something you kind of have to look at now that um, they are going backwards and forwards at the same time. So it's something that could potentially happen. Yeah. So, guys, I think that's the end of our list. Um, Yep. Uh, I just want to mention a few honorable mentions. (laughs) Well, the ones, movies that I want to see, but I know they're probably not on everybody's radar. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, um, which stars Scarlett Johansson as Uh a major, you know, a lot of controversy there. So I'm, I'm really anticipating that movie. Jumanji with the rock and Kevin Hart. No. Um, nope. <laughs> it's no. It's They're doing basically the same thing that that movie is. They're doing with Baywatch. But I want to see Jumanji. I don't know. I I just want to laugh. I know it's gonna ruin childhoods, but I still want to see it. <laughs> um, the Dark Tower, which is based on a book that people love, that I haven't read. So, but it's starring <laughs> Idris Elba. Starring Idris Elba. So I still want to see it. Uh, and I might even try to read the book before it comes out. I think it's a series of books actually. And uh, Kong Skull Island, which looks pretty epic. Um, yeah. So any other movies you guys want to mention real quick that might be on your radar that we didn't discuss
0: Kyle? Not, not for me. I think you guys have pretty much, <laughs> I mean, you, you, my goodness, we got power Rangers on a list. I mean, what more can <laughs> you say? Well,
2: I got, a, I got a few,
0: uh,
2: Alien Con is it Covenant? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Alien a- Covenant. Um. Oh, what is that movie? Oh, oh, the Lego Batman movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, J- Bojack Horseman guy. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: and and maybe this is just my Fast and the Furious love poking out, but that new Triple X movie looks real dumb and real cool.
1: Oh. Xander Cage needs to die forever. <laughs> hey,
0: hey. I mean how Is, many years ago explode? has it been since the first one? Isn't it like wasn't that like mid nineties? Yeah, it was, no, it was. No, it was in the 2000s. Oh really? really? Okay. Huh. Yeah.
1: It was it was good though. I I it was a good action popcorn movie and I enjoyed it for that. And you know did he do two before Ice Cube did one or did Ice Cube do the next one? No, he I Ice Cube did the second one. Yeah, which was eh, wasn't the same, but it was okay. Um, and yeah, we got the cage back. I think I'll watch this one. I think it'll be fun.
2: Yeah, uh, you said Baywatch. I, I do kind of want to see Baywatch. Um, I think that might be it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, plenty plenty of good stuff to look forward to in twenty seventeen. So. Uh, again, we th- we went through this article that Sergio wrote, Sergio Lugo, on uh, the realitybreach.com dot com website. Go there, subscribe to the podcast, check it out. Sergio, do you have anything else you want to plug? Any of the articles you've written, or want to tell anybody else where to where to find you at?
2: Uh, well, uh, you can find me uh, and Reality Breached on Twitter at Reality Breached. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, right now, um, we're going through our very first rebores which is kind of our music awards. Uh, we've got 15 different music awards that we're giving away this week to various artists. I'm not going to actually give them any trophies or anything because I'm <laughs> broke, but I'm writing a of nice stuff about right? music. Do I? It's the thought that counts. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, basically just fishing for retweets. Um. So, yeah, check those out. That's That was the, that was fun to put together. Um. We have five seasons of the podcast up and ready to listen to. So, um, just realitybreach.com. That's, that's, that's the home.
0: Well, I want to say on behalf of Clarence, myself and as Lee as well, thanks for coming on. And you have an open door uh, invitation. Anytime you want to join us, the door is open.
2: Ooh, well, thank you, thank you, and likewise. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always having you know guests on the on the show, so we'll put some, we'll we'll put something together. Good deal.
1: So, Kyle, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, head on out and, <laughs> and close things out of this show?
0: No, I, I know that we will be following up soon with a review of the Doctor Who, you know, um, the return of Doctor Mysterio uh lee will be joining us again for that one and we've got another class episode coming up so and right around the corner we should be having some new doctor who Podshot episodes coming out soon so other than that uh, i think we're pretty much uh full plate staying busy
1: Oh yeah. And, uh, if you want to find out why Sergio is wrong about Rogue One, uh, actually check out the <laughs> Tech Techpedition podcast at t-c-h-p-e-d-i-t-i-o-n dot com. And we have a show up about that as well. So oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, oh, oh yeah. Well, so do we at realitypreach dot com. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not going to say that it proves me right, but it proves that I can argue.
1: <laughs> I will say, I, I definitely enjoyed your, your Saul Guerrero impressions, uh, that were done. That was the highlight of that show and I did listen. <laughs> so that was awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, if nothing else, guys, I really enjoyed you and it was awesome going through these movies and we have a lot to look forward to in 2017. So, um, if nothing else, I think we are out of here.
0: I will say this. This is my hope for this movie. My hope is that society will come together and form some type of, let's say, a league that would maybe do a little bit of justice to that donut boredom.